Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and your guide to everything you need to know about K-beauty, the industry and what is going on in the news headlines. So a big welcome back to the show. I hope you've all had a great weekend. I am happy to be back in your ears. And today is something a little bit different. I am coming to you live from Dubai in the UAE. So I'm here on a little bit of a mission, a little bit of a recon mission to check out what's going on here and just see where the K-beauty market is at in Dubai. I have a couple of little things planned for my trip. So that is what is happening. That's where I am. Uh, I've had uh, a whole lot of fun trying to transition my skincare and makeup routine from Seoul, which has actually been honestly quite cold still for this time of year, into full-on desert mode. So I've had a few little mishaps. Uh, my makeup, the, the normal makeup that I wear does not play as nicely in the heat here, which will come as a shock to no one that's ever visited Dubai. This is my first time, so I'm a little bit shocked how hot it is. It's it's May. It's only just May. So this place is like a giant sauna. This feels like what I jump into when like the sauna is ready for me to get into it, not not how I normally start my day. So lots and lots of fun. Uh, And look, I'm going to do an episode about what I have seen here, what's going on here, just for people that I guess live outside the UAE. I know we actually do have quite a few listeners that do tune in from uh, the United Arab Emirates and also from places like Saudi. So a big uh, welcome, I guess, a big hello to you guys, especially today because I'm, I'm where you are. So let's kick it off and get into the new news headlines, the K-Beauty news headlines. Now, one of the things that caught my attention was that Laneige has signed its first ever brand face in India. So it has signed actor Athea Shetty, uh, who is known for a fashion sense. And the company has basically come out and said that she embodies the essence of the company's philosophy, embracing the glow within. So she is going to represent Laneige in India as the face of the brand. So that's pretty big news lets you know kind of where things are at for parts of the market in the rest of the world um for example i know misha also just uh launched uh, a new face of the brand a global ambassador who was um Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's uh, the twin sister who is Elizabeth Olsen who's also an actress so lots of different global faces being appointed at the moment as brand reps for the companies overseas so what normally happens with the global ambassadorships is that they are region specific location specific they don't tend to use their images in the local domestic campaigns in Korea although having said that I walked past a Misha store the other day at one of the more touristy parts of um, town at Coex, the Coex Mall. And I noticed that they actually did have a picture up of Elizabeth Olsen as well. So there you go. I think it's not necessarily a hard and fast rule, but they probably tend to put those images more where people who will recognize them will see them. That's, that's my guess anyway. So a new global ambassador there. Now, the other thing is that there has been a, a report released by Mezzo Media. Uh, they did a 2020 
2023 cosmetic industry analysis report. And what they found, they had lots of really interesting findings. I think I've already shared some of their, their reporting with you guys previously on the show. But this one that caught my attention was that 70% of the respondents of this report said that they would buy conscious beauty products if they were at the same price. Now, conscious beauty, one of the big keyword trends here in Korea for 2023, it's all about sustainability but not just in the sense that a lot of, I think, foreign consumers think about it, which is, you know, things like the packaging and whether it's refillable or not, or whether it's in a glass jar made from recycled paper, all of those kind of things. It's more um, broad than that because it also includes all of the ingredient things as well. Um, They they fold vegan and clean into that as well. So 70% of the respondents said that they would buy those products if they were at the same price. That's very interesting. So people's, I guess, interest only goes so far. They're not willing to pay more for it, but if it's the same price, then they will choose conscious beauty, which, you know, it's, it's an interesting dilemma, I think, for brands and companies because, of course, everyone would do it if they could, or I think a lot of brands would do more if they could. But there's obviously a limit to what is economically feasible for a lot of brands. I know I've spoken previously that when we looked into some of these fully recycled packaging options for Jellico, uh, you know, some of the MOQs, the minimum order quantities for the packaging options were, you know, 50,000 units. Well, it's only good for the environment and conscious for the environment if you can then sell those 50,000 units. If they're going to end up in landfill because you cannot sell 50,000 units, you know, that's kind of a little bit of a barrier then to entry, to entering that part of the market. So in the end, we decided that we would have to do, you know, something else at the level that we're at because we're just a small brand still. So glass packaging, recycled paper, uh, out of boxes, replacing the, you know, the plastic elements with, for our new lip mask, we've we've ended up with uh, a 100% recyclable uh, material made out of zinc. So those are the kind of things that we decided were at within our reach, within our ability to do, uh, because not only can we not really afford to pay more for it, but as this report sort of suggests, a lot most of con- the consumers are not willing to pay more for these kind of things either. So I thought that was a little bit interesting. That pretty much lines up with what I already have seen, uh, you know, with the brands that we work with and whatnot, is that people think that's a nice plus a lot of the time, but they're not going to go out and spend a whole lot more for it. So this report would suggest that that is accurate. The other thing, just for a little bit of fun, I saw in the headlines over here, because we are going into summer in Korea, uh, festivals are back because we've had a three-year hiatus with the pandemic. Basically, all of these big public gatherings were called off, but because festivals are coming back, the weather is you know getting a bit sunnier and people are wanting to spend more time outside, they were suggesting some beauty items that would be appropriate to take along to festivals. So some of the things that they were suggesting were mini skincare items, which are obviously perfect, you know, little pouches, samples, actual miniature versions of the products, if you can pack them along in a, in a bag or something like that. Dry shampoo was another one that they suggested. Uh, and I've had some uh, of our listeners 
reach out to me in the past and ask me what are the best Korean dry shampoos. And interestingly enough, the popular brand here in Korea at the moment is a brand called Batiste, which is sold overseas. So a foreign brand, not a Korean brand. Uh, And I think they make little mini versions as well. So that is the one that a lot of Koreans are using if they are uh, into dry shampoo. And then the other items that they were recommending were things like sun sticks that you can use on the go to uh, redo your SPF while you're out and about. So that was making up the bulk of the headlines this week. Uh, And I will move on to our question of the week. And this was also from one of our podcast listeners. She said, hello, Lauren, I have a question if you don't mind. I've been listening to all of your episodes explaining AHA, BHA, PHA acids, trying to figure out what me and my teen need for our different purposes. So from your explanations, it sounds like at 47, I need to focus more on AHA for my sunspots and my daughter needs BHA for her blackheads. I want us to start slowly with lower percentages in mild toners and take it from there with time. Gosh, I sound like an expert thanks to you. Like I actually know what I'm talking about, which I actually feel like I do after listening to your thorough explanations. Anyways, this brings me to my question. If we were going to exfoliate with acidic toners, do we still need to use additional products like scrubs, peeling gels, peeling gauze pads, or will it be too much? So scared to mess up our skin barriers. Another thing I learned from you. Uh, So a big thank you to our listener for this question. Uh, And yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've picked up a lot of of tips that will be useful. Definitely BHAs are really good options for teen skin. You know, I always like to recommend that people start out slowly. And that is just because barrier damage is so much harder to come back from. uh, And it's so easy to do, particularly when you are playing around with new products and you're not sure how they interact with your skin. Uh, A lot of the time, by the time you realize what has happened and that you've damaged your skin barrier, it is too late. You're basically then stuck babying your skin for the next couple of months. So I think in general, some people can get good results from mixing their exfoliants and then others find that it causes things like irritation, redness, peeling, flaking. If you have uh, sensitive skin, if you have any of the skin conditions, eczema, if you're prone to dermatitis, if you've got rosacea, these are all signs that you should proceed with the utmost of caution uh, just because really, really those kind of things can happen a lot easier and happen with things at a much milder percentage than other people that can get Uh, that can get away with a lot more. So what I would suggest is definitely, like you said, start off slow. I would start out with just the one method of exfoliation and then you can test out if you think you need it. You know, for example, maybe you are, you know, for teens, you can tell sometimes if the exfoliation is just not quite hitting it because maybe you've got little bits of, of, of skin somewhere, just, you know, dry little bits and pieces. Um, this, this is not a hard and fast rule. This can, can be a little bit tricky to know whether it's because you're flaking or whether it's just because the exfoliation is not harsh enough, but you, you're going to just have to test it out a little bit. But what I would suggest is if there are any other methods of exfoliation that you are thinking about introducing, start out just once a week. 
I wouldn't go in and be using things every single day right from the get-go. I think that's just asking for trouble, even if you do have a really hardy skin barrier. Uh, Things like the peeling gauze pads that you can get, I don't think that they're going to be necessary because a lot of those are designed to be used in place of toner. So that's how Koreans at the moment really are enjoying using toning products. They've actually got these... um, pad style things that are soaked in whatever the formula is and they use that instead of like a toning formula rather than squeezing out the toner onto a cotton pad they've just got them all made up so there are so many products like that on the market here in Korea a lot of them don't get much airtime overseas and I think that's because people overseas don't tend to prefer those as an option Um, they can be a little bit harsh on the skin Um, I have used them in my routine I always exercise a bit of caution to be honest just because my skin is that little bit more sensitive even the pad itself can be sensitizing and irritating to some people's skin Uh, so just keep that in mind if you do have any pre-existing skin conditions that the pads themselves can actually be enough of an exfoliant or even cause irritation so just keep that in mind but I think go with one or the other if you wanting to use a toning style product that has acids in it you don't really need to double up with the gauze pads the only the only reason you might want to do that is for example if you're a gym goer if you're a gym goer and you just want something really quick at the end of your workout that you can throw in your bag then those kind of uh, pre-done pad products might be perfect for you but if you're just doing all of your skincare at home you might not need that that that's probably what i would suggest but in terms of anything else like clay masks uh exfoliating scrubs or whatnot once a week to start with and just see how you go back off of the first sign of any irritation redness dryness flaking stinging burning any of the above I would just um I would call it quits at that point so I hope that answers your question I hope other listeners found that useful as well you'll have to let me know all right so on to some of our new releases and it struck me that we did a special last year all about the Korean hairstyle trends for 2022. I'm going to have to update that. But after that episode, people started to get really, really interested in the Korean products for hair care. And we have increased our collection significantly since then because a lot of people are just wanting to try some different hair care products. And there are a lot of different things on the market. There are a lot of new brands. And the brand that I'm going to introduce today is one of those. So we started stocking this brand last year. It is a dedicated hair care brand called Nine Less. And so we have two new releases off Uh, this brand basically because the first lot of products that we released went so well and people were really really keen on them so the first product is a product called nine less magic nine perlite scalp scrub shampoo don't bother writing it down i'll have it in the show notes but what this is is an exfoliator for your scrub to keep it clean and healthy so our scalps are have skin on them too i know it might be hard to find it underneath all that hair but often if you aren't exfoliating your your scalp and the scalp is you know not in the best condition maybe you can get all those kind of like unsightly things that are dandruff or look like dandruff so these kind of products just help to keep it all clean and healthy and get rid of some of that buildup. this one 
is formulated with centella and chamomile extracts and it also has menthol which gives it that really nice soothing and cooling effect as well uh, and the second product that we have released is from the same brand it is the Ma- magic nine rich hair volume balm and this is an intensive care hair balm that basically makes it easy for you to do like a professional style treatment but at home uh, it contains peptide complex and glutathione as well a very lovely antioxidant to help revive and protect your hair so this is a really nice product for anyone that has damaged hair if you've got really damaged hair if you use a lot of stylers uh, you know the heating style products if you color your hair a lot then this will be a really good one for you it is the leave-in type so it basically nourishes your hair and gives it a nice voluminous finish so that is their rich hair volume balm so both of these are up on the style story website at the moment so go and check them out if you are keen to explore a little bit more of the k-beauty hair care options and as always with all of our products one percent from the profit of the sale of them goes towards our pledge for one percent for the planet so that you can share your love for k-beauty with the planet every time you shop with us so go and check those ones out if you are keen and i will prep uh, a new updated version of what is trending in korean hairstyles and all of that kind of thing for this year because it is a little bit different i had a, a recent trip to the salon and i was quizzing my stylist like i normally do when i go in to find out what everyone's up to and what's kind of trending at the moment so i will share that with you guys i just need a little bit of time to put that together so i will do that Now, we also have a whole lot of new product reviews as well. So the first one was for uh, April B's AHA, BHA, PHA serum. And this was a five-star review. Our reviewer said a fantastic serum, a great serum. A little goes a long way and I haven't had any reactions to it at all. So there you go. That sounds promising. If you are after that kind of style of toner, this one also has glutathione in it as well. It's an interesting little mix of different acids and antioxidants the second review was for jelly coast dewy glaze toner and our reviewer gave this one five stars and she said the toner i've been looking for the texture of this toner and the way it makes my skin feel is unbelievable i definitely will be buying this again and then the third review that we had was for Subi's Hollow Dream mask uh, and brush in a little set. And our review gave this five stars and she said, my new fave mask. This mask leaves me with glowy skin and a smoother nose. Such a great product and it's pretty too. So thank you very much to everyone who shared their reviews. I would love for you guys to also share your reviews of our products on our website. And don't forget, you can leave a review for the show as well you can leave it on your favorite podcast app i love five star reviews i would love to read out your review if you would like to to leave one if you have found any benefit from the show if it's helped you in some way i would absolutely love for you to share that with our listeners now on to my recommendation of the week and oh my gosh the the good thing about being on a long plane ride is that you get to catch up on your movies and seeing as I normally fly Korean air whenever I leave the country, I get to catch up on all the Korean movies. So I did end up seeing uh, one that I would I love to share with you guys for the recommendation of the week because I thought it was really, really good. It was called Confession, Char Beck. 
in Korean. So this is actually apparently a, a remake of a film, uh, a foreign language film for a few years back. But without spoiling anything, it is, uh, I think you could call it a thriller. I think that's the genre it is. It's a story about a man who has basically been pointed out as the culprit of a murder. And it's like a locked room murder. Like how, you know, how, how did anyone else get in if it was just the two in there? And he says that he's innocent. He didn't do it. So it's a film about he and his lawyer getting close to the truth. So the, the main character is a guy called Yu Min Ho, who is played by Seo Ji Sop, who I absolutely adore. Very, very famous Korean actor. He has been in a whole bunch of different things, a whole bunch of dramas and whatnot. He's very, very good in this role. He's the CEO of an IT company. So basically he becomes the suspect in a murder case uh, and then you know he hires his lawyer this lawyer has never lost a case in her career yet and it's about the two of them I guess getting to the truth of what really happened it is so so good I cannot tell you I really enjoyed it uh, and as I was prepping for this episode I thought I'd just you know have a look at what other people you know say about it online and on IMDB one of the reviews was like one star I'm like gosh some people are way too hard to please I thought it was really good I recommended it to other people who watched it on the plane as well and they were like this is really really good so we all thought everyone that watched it on the plane thought it was really good so I thought I would uh, recommend that to you I think it was last year release a 2022 film I think that's right I will have a link to it in the show notes if you like this style it's not um not this doesn't really give anything away but it's not uh super graphic you know if you're worried about that because it is about a murder I think you know if you have a weak stomach you should be fine with this one uh but yeah this was really 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 entertaining so I think if you like this kind of genre of film style of film you'll enjoy it uh if you're a fan of Soji Sop obviously you could definitely go and see this if you if you I mean if you're a mad fan you probably already have but if you like any of his uh dramatic work that he does in the K-dramas I think you'll really appreciate him in this role it's quite different from the kind of character that he normally plays so I really enjoyed it all right I'm gonna finish it up here for today I will be back in your ears shortly and until then I will see you on Style Story 